amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Well, I don't see the point in waiting any longer. Let's bring her out. The star attraction, the one you came to see. Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Ms. Judy Gold. How's it going? I have to tell you, I got this third love bra. Okay, can I just tell you something? It's like a t-shirt. And I have some like really fancy bras. They sent me one too. They don't make my boobs stand out in t-shirts. It's not like this is the main feature, you know, of my midsection, which a lot of bras can because of the line. Well, here's the the other thing. It's made out of memory foam. All right. We're not, no one cares about you. They only care about me wearing my bra. It's airy. It doesn't, like, you don't sweat. You don't feel like, you know, you have to Mm -hmm. stick your hand underneath it. This third love bra. Okay, can I just tell you something? It's like a t-shirt. It's like I'm not even wearing anything. Yeah, this thing is so fucking comfortable, I can't even tell you. It's called third love. For 30 days, you can start a free trial right now. You go to thirdlove.com slash kill me. (laughs) And thirdlove.com slash kill me. And I'm telling you, it is the most comfortable bra I've ever owned. We are rolling. (laughs) Now I know what it's like to be in your mouth. Okay, ready? Um, I'm going to take a bite of this and all the listeners have to guess what kind of sandwich it is. Hmm, I would say it's toasted. Mm-hmm. I said listeners, not you. Oh, sorry. I was closing my eyes and listening. Um, it is. I got it at Starbucks. Well, Lauren got it at Starbucks. You bought it, though. And um, it's the turkey pesto. It's very good. But I didn't put it in the microwave. Because I hate the microwave. So, I grilled it on my grill. Oh, yeah. It mm-hmm. looks way better than when they do it in the microwave. You can't put bread in a microwave. No. If you had turkey pesto at home, you've won. Yeah, true. <laughs> now, um, that's the voice of the very sexy. Very hot. Very Jewy. Smart, very smart, very funny. Thank you. Creative. Good writer, multi talented. Mm-hmm. Jew. 
Lenny Marcus is here, ladies and gentlemen. Ooh. Lenny, welcome to Kill Me Now, Lenny. Lenny Marcus is I didn't house. know we were getting to my name there. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I was really hoping for Hennessy, but it'll happen. <laughs> Sorry, Lauren. It's okay. Um, Lauren, you change your name every week. I don't. You I'm do, just, a little bit. No, no. I'm just going by Hennessy now to kind of try to... Um, what? Just wait, Hennessy? You know. Yeah. Just Hennessy. Oh, for God's sakes. How do I make out the, the, an envelope to you and the missus? Uh, Hennessy. Mr. and Mrs. Hennessy. Mr. That's it? Just yeah. Mr. and Mrs. Hennessy? Did Hem to take your name? Or Mr. and Mrs. Pothead, like you, yeah, <laughs> like, you like to call us, Lenny. Right. Uh, yeah, Hemda took my name. Uh, we actually took each other's name, so we're Khalili Hennessy. Okay. That's a great... That, I hope... Um, well, good thing you're not having kids, because that's not fitting on a jersey. No. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Leonard, I'm so happy to have you, because, nice. you know, I've known you for many years. Yes. And I'd like to call you Leonard. And... I know. You're one of four people who calls me Leonard in my whole life. Who? You, Ben yeah. Bailey, uh-huh. Lucian Hold. Oh, dead. Yeah. And a cousin, Bernie, I had also dead. Dead. So yeah, I'm about to die. One of two. Uh, did your parents call you Leonard? Never. Not one day. Sister? Never. She never called me. I have a sister, but yeah. she never called me Leonard. No, nobody does that. And the reason I it's call you Leonard funny. is, uh, first of all, I have... There's a lot. There's Leonard's in my family. Mm-hmm. You know, it's an old Jewy, and there, Joy Behar had a bit yeah. about how she loves Jewish men with an astigmatism, <laughs> uh, and when you say to them, uh, uh, "Leonard, get the check," they jump. You know. <laughs> so I always, whenever I see you, I think of Leonard, get the check. I think Billy Crystal had that in his album too. Lenny, get the car. Oh, and uh, so, they would always, so you're all my Joy, friends would go, Lenny, get the cop. You're calling Joy a thief. Well, well, I don't know who's first on that bit. Uh-huh. Anyway. <laughs> so, Leonard, you, um, well, wait, hold on. I'm getting my notes because we're doing this in my apartment. Okay. Um, hold, on. hold on. Don't talk. With, don't um, talk. Don't talk. You're right uh, there. I was going to okay. see the girl from Infinite. My <laughs> apartment is really big, so I just went from the kitchen to my desk, <laughs> and it took a really long time. The car, um, the car had to pick her up. So, Leonard, you grew up in Oceanside. I did. And that's Long Island. Uh, well, Long Island. Yeah, Long Island. And then you were a good student. Very good student. Not very good student. Very good. I heard you talking about you being a student, like you couldn't focus or right. whatever. I I did the I did well in school, but I wasn't like a straight-A kid. Because at some point, television got in the way. Yeah. I just loved watching television. But you could have gotten straight A's. Yeah, probably. If, mm-hmm. I, if I really decided to read, like my mother said. Right. I, was, my I mother... hated reading. Me too. Yeah. And I think it was what because I, I had ADD, ADD and didn't know. Bingo. But <clears throat> I could read music. So I played piano a lot and oh, wow. like clarinet. And so I did read, but it was music. But um, That's like another language. Right. Yeah. And so my mother, everyone in my family read like all the time. My grandmother used to be like, Judith, I want you to read Little Women. <laughs> Um, which I still have her Little Women book here. You didn't finish yes, it yet. I still yeah. have it. But a lot of it, because like they were, my grandmother's born in 1896, so a lot of it was, you know, handwriting. Right. Uh, you know, penmanship. Right. And, you know, but it's true. Television gets in the way. Television, that was the boom at that point. We right. had all that great, all those shows, Mary Tyler Moore, all, oh. all that stuff. It was just so great. I mean, is, there had, 
All right, now that TV's really good because uh, it's come back again. This right. is the second wave of it. Right, right now. Right now, right. And, but it's a whole different thing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh my god! I'll get it. I think it's my Eileen Fisher clothes I ordered. Oh, nice. Because <laughs> I had a hundred dollar discount and they were having fifteen percent off. Well, then answer it. Uh, but yeah, so and they were perfect. Those shows, like perfect. All in the Family was perfect. Mary Tyler Moore was. Perfect. Well, how many spinoffs came? Maud was perfect. All of it. Uh, and now, Phyllis, Rhoda, Rhoda. That you know, uh, Lorenzo and, music and all. Yeah, that. and now, Joni and Chachi. No, no. Uh, um, but <laughs> nice the Fonz, the Fonz, the Fonz. Uh, he was great. Yeah, it was um, really musty TV with three channels, and you had to tune in, and and you couldn't. You At couldn't night, tape it. You couldn't, you couldn't tape it, so you had to watch. And, and you spend time together with your family. Right. Have you guys and seen then, the movie Avalon? It's about yes. this. It's about the TV and how it changed America and brought the family together in a different way and then kind of ripped them all apart. But now it's all about, my, you know, they're on their fucking computers, my kids. Yeah. I'm watching shit on the computers. Well, everybody is face down into a phone. Right. It's awful. But it's true because at that time... Everyone was ta- the zeitgeist was everyone was just it, everyone was talking about the same thing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Did you see this on All in the Family? Did you see this? Did you? And I think that's where we were formed with sitcoms and comedy. Right. That's how I got formed into comedy. Like right. it started with that, and then and the variety show. I was very right. into the variety. Carol shows. Burnett. If yes. I didn't watch Carol, oh, I begged to stay. My Carol parents, Burnett. I had to watch it. Uh, I mean, and there was some Sunny and Cher show, Laughing, and they were great. They Amazing. weren't good. They weren't. They they, were great. Oh, what about the Smothers Brothers? The Smothers that got Brothers canceled got a little after, but I loved it. it and got I didn't get half the joke, and I still right. knew it was funny, you know. But they were too. Um... They were too. Thank you. <laughs> Bye, Barry. Is that Barry? Focus. Barry's the UPS guy. Okay. Um, what did he say to you? He said, oh, is that Henry I hear in there? Oh, no. <laughs> Judy is the mayor of the Upper West Side. Oh, uh, really? Yes. Um, okay, so I... Um, but that's what happened. Uh, that, that's why I wasn't a straight-A student, because I had to probably finish my homework quickly rather than excel at it to watch all these right. shows. And then you went to... Where'd you go to college? SUNY Albany. Very good school. <laughs> Leonard, that's a terrific... Leonard got into uh, SUNY Albany... Uh, wow. It uh, wasn't his first choice. First choice was Harvard, but you know, frankly, we can't afford it. it he got in and got a scholarship. What? Close. I didn't want to go. I didn't want to go at all. I didn't want to. I just thought it was like a complete waste of money. Like, what am I going to learn there? Right. And uh, then it came down to well, you could leave school and have like debt, or you could go to a state school, right? And probably come out even if right. not. I was, even at my age, I was like, yeah, I'm not going with debt. debt. Right. You're out of your mind. So state school it was. Smart. Well, that's, that's why I went to state school. But my parents... Rutgers. I like Rutgers. Yeah. That's but my parents um, paid for it. Yeah. Yours didn't pay for it? No, my parents paid... I think they paid half. And I think my grandmother left me a tiny bit of money. And so... They, oh! They I'm paid leaving me. this for Leonard. It was like 13 no. grand. <laughs> for his like education. Wow. And I'm putting it in writing. It's for his education. <laughs> She saved every dime. My grandma was a piece of work, but she like it was like thirteen grand, and my parents were like, "We'll pay half. You'll pay half out of thirteen grand." So I think I left college with like seven grand. Oh, not didn't bad. Didn't you get not any? Bad. Didn't you have any bar mitzvah money? I'm sure it was in there somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> right. I'm sure it was, it was but not. Pilot. I didn't have more than ten grand when I left. 
You know what? That 13 grand was your bar mitzvah money. Probably. Probably. Um, It's probably in there somewhere. Okay. And what did you study in college? Math, computer science. Right. And? And I went to work for EDS, which was Ross Perot. Right. Which was... uh, uh, Now... Enlightening. Did you meet Ross? I did not meet Ross Perot. He left the year I was coming in. Did you vote for Ross Perot? I did not vote for Ross Perot. He he did take all the money that they bought him out and went... You know the story, right? He Yeah. Well, you can tell the listeners. I'll tell the listeners. Uh, he ran this company called EDS, Electronic mm-hmm. Data Systems. Grew it from nothing into this Fortune 500 right. company. It was huge. And then... Uh, huge. It was huge. He got... <laughs> that's right. He got bought up by GM. Mm-hmm. And then they, with the stipulation that he sits on the board of directors at GM, and GM was such an antiquated company, and this was like these 20-year-olds running around in suits for his company, and so they try to change the auto industry, which had been around for a million right. years, and then the people are like, Updated. well, let, don't tell us what to do, right. and Ross is like, you need to bring it up to speed, or Detroit's going to die, which was, he was right, mm-hmm. killed the whole auto industry, was dying, and GM cars were dying, and they were going to go overseas for Toyotas and whatever. And that's exactly what happened. They didn't listen to him. But they said, you know what? We're tired of hearing you bitch on the board of directors. Right, we'll so buy you out. We'll so buy you out, they yes. They bought him out for like a billion dollars or whatever it was. And he took the money and ran for president of the United States. Yeah. Um, very attractive man, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> he was a piece of work yeah. from everything I heard. But you know what? He, had, he built a great Thank company. Thank God he was in that election because look who became president. You know what? He could have won. He could have won yeah. if he didn't go yeah. a little squirrely. He thought right. people were on his front lawn shooting him. Right, he, right, yeah, he right. was a little nuts, which yeah. everybody we knew knew. But, right. But he was in Texas. I was in at the time in Detroit, and I was in the Midwest. So, um, you when you were in college, you yeah. you loved comedy. Your roommate loved comedy, and then you decided you had to try it once. Did he try right. it with you? No. He didn't do it. He never did it. Why? It, so we got to. T- it's you know comedy. Comedy is two things. Okay. People think oh you're the, that's the funniest kid in class. He's never the comedian. Right, the, right. The com- it's, it's all about writing and balls. It's right. as simple as that. The funniest guy, like, okay, get up there and do something, and then they freeze, you know? Right, you have to have balls. You have, people, you have to- I tell comics, they're like, what would you give nice? You know, my daughter's starting to do stand-up, and what would, <laughs> what advice would you give for an upcoming stand-up comedian? Yeah. And, and I'm like, get on stage. Yeah. Get on stage. You can write at your computer or, you know, all, I used to say typewriter. <laughs> What's that? Um, So, yeah, that's great. Um, But she, you know, you you have to tell them. Just get on the fucking... Because you you get something for being on stage that you cannot get doing anything else. And also, you're going to fail. You're going to feel abject failure. Like, nothing you have felt in your life. Like, no other place... Nobody walks around during the day and fails. Like a stand-up comic right. fails when they start. Right. No, for two years, you're going to be like... Two? Well, I mean, for at least two years... Right. If you once you start to get a clue, it, some people just do it fail forever. Right. Just, but the first two years, seriously, I was like, "What? I cannot be this unfunny." You know, I didn't talk to the audience for my first year. Good for you. That's How actually is that impressive. Possible? Right. That is impressive. I I did not talk. I was like, "Why don't you talk?" I said, "I don't feel comfortable." And then I started emceeing. Yeah. Mm. And, and that's how I it. got. Um, well, that's what happens in here. You, you end up emceeing shows when you have like five jokes, and you end right. up emceeing. So you have to learn crowd work. Right, and, and you have to learn. And I was like DMC around the city, but you it you get more stage time too. Yeah, yeah. 
But I also but you get more audience that way. Like audiences that normally wouldn't go to comedy shows get to know you also. Well, well it's uh, not, not like that anymore. anymore. Well, because you're emceeing for events. No. Oh, that, that's, oh, oh, that's, that's a, a little different. different. That's down the road. Oh, you're but when about you start, clubs, yeah. Like so when and I now, what year did you start? Ninety five. Wow, you're a baby. Yeah, I started late. I was I worked. I started on. So 30. you worked. You were in an office, and you fucking hated it. I didn't like it. I was in the Midwest in an office. No in a wait, suit. You lived in the Midwest. Yeah, I lived in Chicago for a year. I right. lived in Michigan for a year. They moved. I couldn't take it anymore in the right. Midwest, yeah. and Jesus. they transferred me back to Jersey. To, right. And then it was fine, but then I was like, "This is not the path I'm gonna go." I just I couldn't see. This is I call it path A. Right. You get get the job. You get the suit, you right. get married, you have the kids, right. you die yeah, after 50 years. Right. Or whatever, and then you have, you know, you've saved your money, blah, blah, blah. It's really boring. It's yeah. so boring. It's so boring. And I could not do that. And plus, in the office, I realized corporate America wasn't for me. I had to fight, like, just the whole, oh, if I you were, obviously, people working in an office always have that thing. But I would just, you know, you can't crack wise in an office. Right. You know, there's no off-color joke. That will work right in you a can. meeting. Well, now you can a little more, but no, not for EDS. EDS was the most conservative. Yeah. Come blue suit, red tie, no tassels mm-hmm. on your shoes, no double. Look, I'm suits, doing Shakespeare you know? in the park, and there's so yeah. many times we're in rehearsal, and I just want to say the most. Of course, like really, do. can you take yourself a little more serious? Yeah. So, you know, exactly. But I know. Um, but now I've started to. Now that we're gonna, we're starting previews uh, yeah. next week. But Are anyway, you to behave now, right before the show opens. No, now I'm starting to be Judy. Because I wanted to learn everything I could learn. Right. And now it's like, get over yourself. Well, that's great. okay. Dad, how can I boost my energy, lose my belly fat, and and, and, and ease my stress? Well, I know you don't like to eat vegetables or juice. I hate vegetables. I hate fruits. I hate blending. Do you like shopping? I hate shopping. Do you like cleaning up? That's the worst. Right. So... Let me tell you something. There's this new thing called Organifi. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's organic. It's vegan. It's gluten-free. It's dairy-free. It's soy-free. It's free. It's free. It is free. Can I get it here in this mall that we're no. hanging out in? No, you can't get it here at the mall. Oh, okay. Well, where can I get it? Well, you can get it online at www.organifi.com. And if you use the keyword gold, G-O-L-D, that's my last name, nice. you're going to get 20% off. So what it is is... It's like the best tasting greens on the market, and it has ashwagandha in it. Hey, isn't that that special ingredient that helps fight the fat storage hormone called cortisol? Yes, and you know, I just found out from my doctor that my fat storage hormone is so large that I'm renting out storage space for other people. Well... Well, they're going to be really upset when you start drinking this organic. I know. Juice. I'm going to have to take all their crap out of my fat storage hormone. But and I'll put have it in the toilet. Right. But I'll have increased energy and improved mental focus. So let me get this straight. www. By the way, they don't say that anymore. Oh. I know. Organifi.com. Use code GOLD and I'll get 20% off of this energy boost. Yes. Yes. You'll have more energy. And I don't have to eat fruits and vegetables anymore? No, you don't have to do anything. You can have that crappy hot dog you just ate oh. on St. Mark's Place, you idiot. I think I'll go, I'll go get another one then. Okay, well, now that you have a very low-fat storage hormone, why don't you have five? So, you 
start doing stand up. Now, you're, both of your parents are gone. My both of my parents are gone. Yeah. Can you and not you know I'm very into the family. Okay. Yes. Um, how old were you when your mom died? I was 35. H- awful. Awful. Fuck. How the did worst. that? Terrible. How did that happen? She was sick for a long time. She had she had beat cancer once. How old were you? I was go. I was in college or getting out of college, probably right. 21. Right. And she had a mastectomy, uh-huh. and they thought they got it all. So then they, you go through five years of you know testing, whatever. Right, right, right. She got to the last test on the last year, no. the last thing, and they're like, "We think we found something again." Fuck. And uh, yeah, and it came back, and this time it came back aggressive and started spreading. And she fought it as they did everything they could for her at the time. God knows what they could do now for now, her. Yeah. Who knows? But. You know, that's an awful. It's awful. awful. I was thirty-five. She was the best. You know, my parents were the best. And I, I all these comics, they, they all like their. You hear about their childhood, like okay, I get it a little right. bit. And you didn't real. I never realized. I just thought people just wanted to do this because they liked it, right. you know, which is what I did. I just thought I was just, you know, thought of doing something fun. But they, uh, yeah, she was just one of the best people you'll ever meet. What did she do? She uh, was in the. Um, like the pensions administration business, like um, it's kind of the actuarial field. So that's like, where you get the math from. The math. She was a she was a genius. She was like valedictorian of her. Oh, this Are you <laughs> fucking kidding me? My home phone never rings. Are you fucking kidding me? Cell phone. I'm not answering. Oh my god! Shut up. Just say call back. Just hold. Pick it up. Say I'll call you right back. Hello. Got bed face? You should get bed face. Bed face is an online bedding brand that creates the best damn sheets on the internet. They offer high quality cotton bedding in 24 mix and match colors with 28 million possible combinations. So you can make your dream bed. These sheets are so soft and beautiful. The bed maker tool online lets you visualize and dream your set before you buy it. It'll match your wallpaper. It could match your fish tank. It could match your skin color. It could match your lover's skin color. Whatever you want. Uh, Bed face backs all products with a no questions asked 100 night guarantee. So basically use your sheets for 100 nights. If you're not into it, they'll give you your money back. No questions asked. They work directly with their makers to pass the savings along to you. So they're like the farmer's market of high-quality sheets. Shop bedface.com and use our promo code JUDYGOLD for 20% off your order. Definitely try this. It's really worth it. They sent Judy and I some. I've been sleeping in them, and I feel better every day waking up in those sheets. Shop bedface.com and use promo code JUDYGOLD for 20% off. Bedface.com. Judy Gold, 20% off. Try these sheets and tell me they're not the best sheets you've ever had in your life. What are you waiting for? Get on it. Bedface.com. Yeah. Would you like to buy uh... Oh my God, it's Carl Edwards from the... Uh... Yeah, hello. Good, how are you? Who's <laughs> Carl Edwards? All right, I'm I'm in the middle of recording my podcast, and you're on speaker. Am I on speaker? Okay. Give me a call. You have my number on there, right? Yes. How are you? I'm good. I'm very, very good. Very good. Living in Oh, that's a great state. Enjoy the gays. <laughs> All right. Go back to your original age. Okay. Congratulations with all your success. 
Thanks. Okay. Is she famous? We're doing a podcast. All right, at take kitchen care. Table. Okay, you <laughs> Okay, Carl Edwards. Uh, for a second, I thought he was going to guess the I, sandwich. I mean, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> These people call me and they're like, call me back. And it's like, why? You know, like, just tell me. He's like, yeah, call me back. Like, he just said, yeah, yeah call me back. Right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay. Why? Huh. Like, I'm, I'm walking into a fucking minefield. <laughs> right. Who is he? He used to work at the comedy store, run the La Jolla okay. comedy store, which I So love. he wants to give you work? No. He lives oh. in Mississippi. Well. Who the fuck is going to book me in Mississippi? People need to laugh in Mississippi. There's, yeah, whatever. There's everything now everywhere, Judy. Don't you feel that? Yeah, I guess so. Okay. All right. So back to your mom, who I love. My so mom was a valedictorian. What was her name, by the way? Toby. Toby. Oh, I love that name. Yeah, so Toby name, Marcus. My, my what was sis- her maiden name? Deutsch. Toby Deutsch Marcus. Yeah. And no she, relation uh, to. We named my we my sister named her firstborn son after Toby. My mother always hated the name for a girl, but loved it for a boy. So his and name's so Toby. His name's Toby, oh, and he's the one. sweetest. Yeah, he's the sweetest kid. How old is he? He's eleven. Oh. Nobody could be sweeter than this kid. He's almost too nice. I'm afraid. Of, I'm afraid for him. He's <laughs> where does where is he growing up? Lo- uh, Long Island, Rockville Center. Fine. Yeah, he'll be great. Oh, that's fine. There's malls great. there, but um. So, and you were very close with your mother. Very close with both my parents. Uh, she was great. I Did she I see you do stand-up? My, yeah, she did. She was there the first day I did it. My father couldn't come. He was too nervous. Right. <laughs> what did he, he do, He father? thinks the whole thing is about him. Right. He thinks the whole act was going to be about him. Right. It was about your mother. No, neither one. Okay. <laughs> it really um, wasn't about either one of them. But she, he was a travel agent, eventually. Right. My father was born in Poland, escaped World War II. His whole right. family died is in the war. Is he a Holocaust survivor? Yep. Wow. So yep. you have that 2G thing. 2G? 2G, second generation. That's what they call I do. you people. I do. Did he have a number on his arm? No. He, 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 ran, with, he ran with the, um, you know, he's like 15, ran right. through the woods, fought with the partisans, that kind of thing. Wow. Ended up in displaced persons camp, fought for the... War of Independence in Israel came to the United States. It's like crazy story. It's like a right. crazy immigrant story. Got, you know, met the cousins here. They kind of put him to work a little bit. Then he went out on his own. He didn't want to work with them. And then, you know, so eventually learned get, English and met my mother. So he didn't have a college education. No, but he was brilliant. My father was. He was like hilarious and crafty you uh-huh. know like he had so many jobs that you have to do to escape you know to escape and right. learn he how to do stuff he's like live. MacGyver yeah, yeah, yeah. so I got that from him and I got the book well MacGyver MacGyver instead of MacGyver so that's how I gave him to and you loved your parents and that's love so my great parents. I mean I have you have done stuff about your mother like I that. have you but did. that but the stuff I do about my mother is all my father like your home? All all the like stupid questions my home. mother said. Yes. And, it's oh, all my father. That's his. Your home? Yeah, That's your home. exactly my parents. Huh. My my mother never said, uh, my mother's extremely bright, didn't have the big accent that right. I give her in the thing. Right. <laughs> but she, uh, my father said all the ridiculous Get a regular piece thing. of paper, Lauren. <laughs> That's right. Notes um, of some, yeah, she he my father could do this all day long. He was just naturally funny. Everything he said was just Did he have an accent? Yeah, big accent. Do it. Lenny, you're an idiot. That was, <laughs> that was his famous advice. What, you uh, an idiot? So did he ever come to see you? He did. He came to see me. He he came to Governors one time way long ago. I think I opened for Ted back in Ted, Ted Alexandro. Oh, yeah, yeah. Back in the uh, He used to open for me. How sad is that? Well. And uh and then so I opened for him back in right. the day and then and then he saw me headline. I think he 
uh, at Caroline's. He came one time. Oh, he saw me that's great. at Gotham. Gotham, he right. saw me headline, full out headline at Gotham, and that was great. And then he was like, "Okay, I don't have to come." I don't and how did he uh-huh. pass away? I've seen it all. He passed away at he was eighty eight a couple oh. years ago, and um, just again cancer, blood, weird blood cancer, like uh, leukemia, like a weird leukemia kind of. Oh thing. God! But he he called his own shot on that one. He was sharp as attack to the end. He didn't even tell anybody he's like really that bad. Uh-huh. And then. And then he was like, he signed all the papers. My right. father was unbelievable. He signs the papers. He says, I don't want any more uh, treatments. He didn't want to go to the He was in the hospital for like, you know, right. off and on for six months. He signed the papers. Told the doctors. They were like, we could save you for a couple of He's like, I'm not living. Because he had friends who were like in nursing homes. Whenever he goes right, like, yeah. I'm not living like them. He drove everywhere. He did everything. He was coming. And then we just moved him into my sister's house and made him as comfortable as possible. Are and- you close with your sister? I'm pretty close with my sister, yeah. Not we're not like you know super super close, but right. yeah, we we realize the legacy we have to live. I on know that's the. I am recently orphaned. Yes, sorry. and it's you realize you realize we're it. We're yeah, the we're the, it. and you know my siblings that are very different from me. I mean, they're gonna come see me in Shakespeare in the Park, yeah. and I I don't know. You know, it's like, yeah, we can come. Uh, we're going to be there for the unveiling. And then we'll come. Yeah, we'll come Saturday They're night. Like, whatever. And I'm just like, don't do not do me any favors. Oh, my like, God. Like, it's never like, oh, my God, we're so excited. Or if they see me on TV. No, no, no one calls me. It's like, and, you know, so I never tell anyone anything I'm doing anyway because I don't want to jinx it. But I also, it's like I never get any sort of positive. Like, I'll say... My sister will say, uh, I say, I'll say, oh, I just shot, because I just shot the Woody Allen thing. Oh and I God. sent her a picture, because I had a really you did, cool outfit. You were in outfit. that movie? Cafe the Amazon or? thing? Yeah, oh, yeah. the Amazon thing. Yeah. Oh, my God, that's amazing. So I, I should send her a picture. Con- wait, congratulations. Thank you. I'm really amazed and proud thank for you. Thank you, thank you. And so I sent her a picture, because it was such a great outfit. And she goes, she takes a picture of herself in her office. <laughs> And sends it back. Like, because I sent a picture of me <laughs> and, so fucking and me and Woody. I sent a picture of me and Woody. Oh, God. And, uh, and uh, she sends a picture of her and two office people. And uh, my brother, it's a three-way, writes, Oh, is that is that uh, Jackie behind? You know, like, they don't even acknowledge mine. <laughs> that's very funny. It but that's funny. what they do. And it, but do they do it on purpose or that's just who they are? No, that's... They do it on purpose. Oh, okay. They think it's fuck. Anything it's that is the meanest. Oh. I mean, because um, you need such like a, a response from people in order to right. Know. They, I get no response. Yeah. My brother ignored me for five years as if I never existed. Oh well, that's huh. mean. Uh, I mean, if it's like they're so they're just we. I come from weird, <laughs> strange, <laughs> and terrible. I was always like, "What is wrong?" You know, it's like they're like, "You're mental. You're mental," <laughs> and I'm like, "I'm mental. <laughs> I'm not mental." But I am mental. Like but look at each other and wink. Yeah. So uh, you know, or I'll say, oh, I'm doing, you know, this. I, I'm shooting this, or I'm hosting this, or and uh, uh, if, uh, you know, like, oh, if I'm doing Shakespeare in the Park. If you want to take it, and my sister will be like, oh, I'm filing a claim um, next Wednesday. <laughs> that is the opposite <laughs> of my sister. <laughs> my sister, I was like, I'm doing Letterman. I'm coming. Right. You know, like, yeah. Boom. She's the first person there. Yeah. It's most it. like, all right. Tell me how you're doing Letterman. I'll do my sister. Oh, I'll do my sister. Go. Okay. Uh, I'm I'm doing Letterman. 
What? Uh, I'm doing the David Letterman show. I'm doing Letterman. When? Uh, next week. Oh. <laughs> Would you? It's great. You want to? You want to come? Uh, um. What day is it? Wednesday. We tape Wednesday. Oh, Sarah has soccer, and <laughs> Daniel has basketball, and I am. You know, I just can't do Wednesday. It, I just. Is it? It's like the biggest thing a comedian could do. Okay, great, but I, you know, I have kids, and I, you know, I, I know that's like, great. Okay. Yeah. I like. That's like, exactly yeah. what. Oh my god, that's horrible. That's my cousins. That's why my family's very little. It was weird. My father, all the Marcus side cousin. Marcus landed. Eight out of ten. <laughs> horrible. I, we have one group of Washington. The rest of them who are here, like the most bizarre. I could blow. I could host the late night show. Right. It could be late night with Lenny Marcus. And they'd right. be like, oh, yeah. Watch the show. <laughs> yeah. My like, sister what? didn't come to Henry's Briss because she had a meeting. She's in the city. She lives in New Jersey. Okay. And it's that was the only day. It's a little dysfunctional. Really? Yeah. <laughs> um, you recently said that the five greatest comics of your lifetime. Yes. Are Jerry Seinfeld, Woody Allen, Brian Regan, David Tell, and Richard Pryor. For me. For me. For me. Sorry, you're in there. No, I wasn't even talking about me. I was talking about one vagina. One vagina. Well, he's Sorry, watching Carol like Burnett in almost every interview he's ever but, done. But so. she wasn't a stand-up. What about Joan? No, did you love not. Joan? I didn't love Joan. I didn't, you didn't love Joan. I liked Joan. I didn't love Joan. Okay. See, now Joan was yours. made me <gasps> laugh so much. Um, like, I loved Pryor. I loved Chris Rock. Right. I love... I mean, there's so many. I love Tony Fields. Yeah, there's so many. Right. There's so many. Um, My mother loved Tony Fields. Tony Fields. Yeah. Then she had great taste. Because yeah. Tony Fields was so fucking hysterical. Mom's Maidley was hilarious. Um, My mother loved all those pudgy. Do you remember yes, pudgy? Yes, pudgy! My mother loved all those. She would tell me about all these people. Like, yeah. she was like the cool... I would watch Saturday Night Live barely staying up. My mother would stay up. Not only watch... So she'd be like, it's good, but she'd watch Second City Television. You know, uh, oh, I love, I so love she, her. Yeah. She, oh, like, she was just the coolest her. chick ever. My father, any big star, name the biggest star you know. He could, Madonna could walk in the house in the mid-80s and be right. like, who's, who's, is right. she here to clean something? Right. And like, uh, clueless. Uh-huh. Did, um, did they fight? Did never, they could... never, never saw my parents. Oh, very, my very rarely. Very, like anything. It was because... just it was so nonsense. It was, so little. You're such an anomaly because of the that. fact that, you know, everything was really okay. Yeah, everything was okay. And the reason I like Seinfeld is because, like, when I went to college, we saw him. It was just, it was different. I don't right, know. It right. was so observational. It wasn't, like, mean. It wasn't, like, biting. It was just like, like this guy just seems to be like me, and he's having a good time, and he's just telling, like, these funny little, and he just made us laugh. And that was, I was like, I want to I try that. Right. And my college roommate was like, I have every comedy album. And Woody, like, we would just listen falsely. You know, Woody, Woody I love. And, and he's amazing. also, right. But then the Sunni thing yeah, for well, me. Yeah, well, I'm talking comedy. Probably no, no, but I'm saying it's so hard it. for me because, and even when I was working with him, I mean, the scene is hilarious that, yeah. that I, I do with him. But mm-hmm. it's, Elisa, my partner, said, I hate the word partner. Anyway, Elisa said, him being with Sunyi is like if I married Henry. Yeah. Uh, it is. 
She's well, the stepmother. It came out of you. Henry came out of you, correct? Ben came out of me. Okay. But it, they're Leonard. I guess. Leonard, it's the same thing. Hey, I'm not going to defend nine, Woody Neither Allen. of them. Uh, Henry didn't come out of me. His father. Henry did not no, come out no, of no, Sharon. Okay. Ben came out of me. Uh, so if you're saying because she was adopted. I guess. Okay, so Henry's. I've adopted Henry. That would be like her. Uh, it's in there somewhere, yeah. It's like. Yeah, it's a li- I'm with you. Yeah, it's it's weird. It's definitely the weirdest. Okay, so um, but you lost it at Woody. But back in let's go before Sunni, and I didn't know anything about that. Also, yes. his son that, his son uh, says that he's a rapist and doesn't understand why everybody. Ronan, yeah, him. yeah. yeah he's and talking then the about other daughter right too. Now. The other daughter said that she was sexually um, uh, abused, basically raped by him. All you know, up. who who knows? At seven. I mean, we, re- we know because she's seven. telling us. No, no. Oh, yes. I totally... No one makes that shit up. Um, but, you know, it, it's amazing that he is still an icon and he's still... Well, yeah, he still has so much power. He's relevant. And so much If a woman did that, if a woman was a pedophile, mm-hmm. would you... Don't ever hear. That's the thing that I can't. Yeah, it's a little different, though. I I feel sometimes like Mary Kay Latourneau, right? Right. But with the way women are raised and the way men are raised, you know, an older woman hitting on a younger man. I mean, he's raised with so much more uh, sexual freedoms and things, you know, in this country so far. You know, uh, right? uh, Anyway, I think there is a difference there between the male and female older person hitting on the younger person. Uh, I well, I agree. I think it's disgusting. Okay. Now, I can't get into pedophilia. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. I'm waiting for the question. I with that said, no, would you like saying, to replace Woody I'm, with me? No, that's not. No, I'm just saying that okay. you that we uh, we do that. We do. You know, he's a brilliant. Well, it yeah. also puts I mean, us in a very s- shitty situation. You could be. Like, you, you, of course, you're going to work with Roman this Kapolansky. person. But you could be a great artist. I won't, a I won't even. I won't. Do I won't do a, watch anything with Mel Gibson? I right, won't. Right. I you know, know. And like, I won't buy products that are you know anti-Semitic, racist, and homophobic, anti whatever immigrant. I just won't do it. If you give money for uh, to close Planned Parenthood, fuck you. I'm not. I won't let my kids go to Chick Fil A. Yeah. Never. They are. They are. There were. All their lives, same. But you know what? Fuck it. I say take Woody's money and move on. Okay, great. Now, um... All right, well, Lauren gives it to you. Okay, so you are a statistician (laughs) for the New York Giants. That's right. A statistician for the Giants. So you go... Now, I I don't know if you know this about me, but my... nothing about sports. No, I... I, He's a big sports head. Oh, really? Yeah. But my father... (laughs) <laughs> no, I have two straight boys. Right. Uh, my father. Yeah. Uh, was uh, had an MBA and uh, uh, also uh, he had a law degree. So he and he was the youngest person ever to pass the bar. Wow. In New Jersey, and then he went to World War II, and then he got an MBA. So he was a tax attorney. He wrote the tax laws for the state of New Jersey. Wow. My brother is uh, like an actuary. Mm-hmm. Um, Smart. My my mother was brilliant. Um, well, I've heard her work live. She yeah. she was yeah. so well read yeah. and so. We did the New York Times crossword puzzle. She died Wednesday on Monday. That was our afternoon. Yeah. Still ninety, gonna be ninety three. Anyway, but I'm just saying. So I I and I hate 
I got to, I was in an advanced math program where we didn't even have a teacher. They took like five kids out of the class and we would sit in the back and they gave us the work. And I was all through, and then I had a bad geometry teacher sophomore year and that ended. It's always like that. And, and it was over. If and you're I a bad was teacher, like, bad coach, bad anything, it will ruin your experience. And you know, music yeah. is all math and yeah. music theory is yes, all math. Is. Music theory was my favorite mm -hmm. uh, subject in college. Um... I remember every night. No I have like idiot savant with numbers. Wow. I do, and yet it's you know my 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 uh, nephew is is a math. I don't know whatever he came number one and you know it's all math 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 math. You know that kind of math is a little different from geometry too. Right, but he was just an asshole, and then I took calculus, and I was just like, "Fuck this, <laughs> I can't do this." Yeah. But anyway, so when so you're a you get paid by the day. By the day. And you just write the stats down? It's We work on a computer. We enter the plays that you see on TV into a computer system. Are you at the game? I am at the game. I'm in the press box. Ah! Yeah. Nice. And Have you ever wanted to be like an announcer or... You know what? If I had to go back and do it again, like now everything I know about the world and everything, mm -hmm. I would have gone to Emerson College and tried to be... Oh my God! At. I'm going to hug and kiss you now. Yeah. Uh -huh. Okay. I... <laughs> Got into Emerson. All I wanted to do was go Emerson. Yeah. And I got in. I got into... First, I got into Maryland. Yeah. Uh, and I got into Boston University. And then I got... All I wanted to do was go to Emerson. I didn't even know that much about it. But I had read about it. And I was like, this is where I belong. Yeah. And my yeah. parents were like... No. <laughs> Rutgers. You're going to Rutgers. Your brother went to... My brother got into like Cornell or Penn. Just, uh... And he went to... Why did they let you apply to other schools? I know. Well, in case I didn't get into Rutgers. Oh, my sister went to Douglas. My brother went to Rutgers. My father went to Rutgers Law School or whatever. They had this thing when in 19-whatever, 40, or he <laughs> right. was... They didn't want to change the letter on uh, their jackets. My, no, it was that. It was $2,000 a semester. Oh, and yeah. it was like a great school. And they're like, sorry, you know, what if you go to Emerson and... and all that? Can you imagine? No, I think if... I had no idea... I didn't know Emerson College until after you realized everybody who's ever in broadcasting went to right. Emerson College. Uh, I didn't know anything about that. And I didn't know I didn't wanted to do this. Right. But now if I had to know I was going to do this or whatever, right. I would tell my – and if I said to my parents, this is, I want to go to Emerson College, why? And I told them why, I would have gone to Emerson College. You know what I mean? Oh, I, it was just like no way. Um, <laughs> and then the night before I left for college, um, my guidance counselor from high school – came over okay. because I was like physically ill because I thought oh no I'm moving into a dorm and I was so bullied that I thought I'm going to live on a floor and every, every minute bullied. I walk out they're going to call me Bigfoot and Sasquatch and Orca and and I was like That's tough. and it was you were bullied in New Jersey oh my god uh, K through 12 like I can't even tell you a story I can tell you I stories that it. you went, wouldn't even believe oh it's horrible but um, it can be horrible. You know, and I've told this, you know, someone recently wrote it. You know, we've already heard your stories, but that I, I <laughs> couldn't walk by a schoolyard till I was in my 30s <laughs> because I thought they were going to yell Bigfoot and Sasquatch. <laughs> so, um, anyway. Uh, uh, but it made you funny, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. You have a lot to draw on. Oh, please. You don't realize that at the time. And the horrible. humiliation, the, the, the constant humiliation yeah. really prepared me for stand up yeah. because I was like, you know what? This doesn't feel nearly as bad 
as being 12 years old and left at, you know, school because everyone, after graduation, everyone... I think has, I made her a masochist a little bit. Yeah, great. Well, I think that's what, what I think of myself as a comic. I look at... I didn't... I wasn't the person who tormented, and then I wasn't tormented, but I did watch people... I'm really did good at watching ever, people's behavior. Yeah, back that's back. the thing. We are... Yeah. We study people. We study yeah. human beings, yeah. which is what's so interesting when I'm doing these the Shakespeare thing, and they're all become these characters and yet I notice you know it's interesting you know like you're you've been doing that you're successful you've and you've done other things you have CDs you have a web two web series yeah. right uh-huh. uh, you host another podcast uh-huh. um, which is I think is the key to making it in this business <laughs> you know is you have to reinvent yourself and do other shit you and, have to diversify and yeah. yet I look at comics and other actors and performers who I've known for 20, 30 years, you know, or you wonder, why didn't they ever? And then you talk to them for 20 minutes and yep. you're like, oh, you're fucking mentally, you know. Well, I work with Kevin know. Brennan. There's no funnier guy. There's no funnier guy on stage. It, but it's like, you, it's like you do it to yourself. He does it to himself. Mm. It, he can't you, help it. What do we have? 10? All right. So you, um, <laughs> uh, first of all. I we have to stop in ten minutes because yes. I have to go to rehearsal. But it's fine. I was wondering if you could come back again. Of course, whenever you because want. Because I want to continue on. But um, uh, whenever Lauren the last at the last second wants to tell me to come down here, I can you come. You got in. it, buddy. Um, it's kind of my. I mean, I just. I have so many questions for you guys. Oh please! Oh, why don't we do part two? Part two, and I'll ask this you week. Yeah, this. Oh, that'd be awesome. All right. Whenever. So, nice. you. Are one of those guys who's a true com. I mean, you're a stand-up. You go out every night. You, yeah. I mean, I think you work hard. I think you have great material. I, th- I just think you're great. I've always Thank thought you. you were great. And you're a lot and, of and, people's favorite comic. Yeah, you're a lot of comics' favorite comic. Oh really? They I mention never... you a lot. That's in weird. I don't and get it's it. it's also like if I ever want went on the road with someone, I would love to go on the road with you. Like you're I... just. You're so great because you make the audience think you have, you know, you have, you're honest, you're, you're whatever. You have your own style you're, right. and you committed to it. Like Corey Kahaney teaches, do you teach? At no. Because I, I can't teach The only thing I can tell up. people is get on stage. Right. And it's like, I, if I was teaching stand-up, I'd be writing all their material, you know? <laughs> so the, you know, and she said, I used, and I couldn't believe she said this to me. Uh, she said, I used you as an example in class. Uh, she said, I say Judy Gold is a star because she never, she doesn't change her act for the audience. She never compromises who she is. And she said, you know, like, I want to make money. I want to go do this. I want to go do that. So I do it for the audience. She does it because that's who she is. But I know that you've done a lot of cruises, carnival cruises. Yeah. Which I cannot do. I mean, I do gay cruises. Yeah. But I can't do that. I mean, I when I'm on a gay when I'm on a cruise working, yeah. which is usually, you know, I do these gay cruises. It's like you know Melissa Etheridge and you know um, <laughs> Patty Labelle and uh-huh. and Boy, every show sure. is fucking amazing and and I look around. These are the people I would want to be shipwrecked with. Right. And yeah. I got I, when we go to port and I see all the other uh, ships de. Whatevering, boarding, debot, you know, and I look at the people. I'm like, I, I don't know how you people. I don't know how you do it. Well, the 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 only way to do it is you have to compartmentalize. Meaning that, like, you've done a temple, you've done temple shows. So now you know the zeitgeist of those people. 
Like, if you're going to do the edgiest bit you ever have, they're not going to get it. Right, if and you that's talk about, why I can't do it. Like, if you talk about your family, they will. So right, I'm somewhere it, between you and Corey. Right. I've written all these jokes. Hold on. I've written all these jokes over the years. So which – I still am proud of all the jokes I've written – so which no, for that night, what do I, what, do, what right. will they go for? You're not for? compromising your act. Right. I'm just it's, doing you're, you're a piece of it. You're taking parts of it and putting a... And right. You're saying, this is my job and I'm going to do it. And I do those jobs. Like right. I did a gig last night. I was not allowed to curse. I said fuck twice. Um, <laughs> but well, that's what she's talking about. You, I had to. I, and then I, I had to talk about, oh God, I can't say F. It, you know, it was Jeannie right. Catholic Jim that right. was their school. Okay. So then, and Jeannie was backstage, so I asked her to like, I said, can I go to confession? You know, she's very religious. Right. And she, she forgave me. But, you know, it's like, I got, I did a corporate gig at Caroline's years ago and I got this sheet from the, all the rules. And I went on stage and uh, I wasn't allowed to pick out anyone in the audience, so I was oh like, God, "What's why your did name?" They hire you? Wait, I said, "What's your name?" And uh, she's like, "I go, oh my god, oh my god, I'm not allowed to do that. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. I am so." And then I took out the list and I read the list. Yes. Well, that's very you. Yeah, that's great. Right, and that I am a rebel without any fucking cause. But the but I can't do that. And I think sometimes if I could. I couldn't do it. It's like, well, and that's, that's what I think, you know, I couldn't do people telling me, you know, you're too Jewish and you're too this and you're too that. And it went on and on. I was like, you know, and for a while you listen to it in the very beginning. Right. And then you're like, that's who I am. Right. And if some big dyke Jew is the hot thing, then it'll be like, oh, you got to be a, a hot Jew dyke. Right. You know what right. I mean? And it's so, but I, I do respect that. You have, I mean, I don't think I have a bad work ethic. I think I just am, I can't live with myself if I don't, I don't know. I couldn't be on a ship with those people. Is what I can do only they, do it four times a year. Four okay, or six. And do, I'm where the first they put, guy they off. They put you shit. They put you. Depends on the ship. I'm going to do one. I'm paying for my wedding like this. I'm going to do my, uh, I'm going to do two weeks in uh, Alaska. Uh, oh, that's a great Alaska one. Alaska to Holland, America. Yeah, that's a really good one. It doesn't matter. So for those, for whatever hour I have to do. by yourself? Yeah. For whatever oh, hour. It's the same me. cruise twice. So whatever it is. So whatever that, whatever the hour of, I have it that I know will work for those people. It's my act. It's just right. pieced but together for over lonely? the years. It's horrible. But I know at the end of the day, I, I need to do right. it Right, see, that's something. what does it. My... You have to. My depression and anxiety. I mean, I did do the road for a really long time. Yeah. Um, and as I've said, I'm repeating a story for who, the listener who wrote that, you know. <laughs> but, you know, I do talk about how there were no computers. There were no right. phones. Right. There was, I traveled with a coffee maker. There right. were no Starbucks. And I, if I really thought about how physically ill and how homesick and how, you know, I feel like I did that and I can't do it again. Oh, the only time I'm lonely in this world is when I'm doing comedy on the road. Right. And and people don't understand they it. They don't get it. And, well, you, you, and then when you go on a ship, you're stuck with the people. Yeah. Oh, we saw your show. We saw your show. I don't want to talk to them. I right. I just... That's what I used to remember when I was a kid, Barbara Streisand. I read this thing. She doesn't talk to the audience after. And I was like, that's her. And I was a yeah. little girl. <laughs> I love Barbara. And she doesn't want to talk. And that, now, it's like, I can't yeah. wait to get out of the fucking room. Yeah. I just am like, I did my show, and 
problem is people, you're a comic, they go, Lenny, I saw you, and they think they know you right. because of your act. Right. Um, you took a lot of acting classes. I did. And I've seen you act. I yeah. did research. And oh, wow. You're really good. Oh, thanks. I... It's weird. I, I don't get a lot of opportunities to do a lot of stuff, and I really well, don't know why. you're on a fucking cruise ship. No, no. I'm, Judy, I do four weeks a year. I four. I'm kidding. But... Do you have an agent, acting agent? I don't. It's, I, I can't... Yes, you can. I can't you get can't arrested in this town for certain things. You can't say No, no, no. I, I Look, I've tried no, to do... there's one person... Do you think there's not one person in, the, in New York City who wouldn't be your agent for acting? I, one person. I'm sure there's there's somebody out there who right. would be. I just need to find that person. Right. And but that has to be your goal, and you have yeah. to go do it. You know, I had a manager yeah, recently, <laughs> in, in like five years ago, said to me, I said, I need an agent, you know? I mean, no one, he said, no one wants to represent you. Mm-hmm. And I, that was the end of, and I thought, no, like, there is some, someone Somewhere who works out of their fucking bathroom. Yeah. Who would, you know, and you have to just do it. You have to do it. No, I, look, I've tried different ways to do it. I've had managers and we can talk about that on oh, the next yeah. one. So wait. And let's we've had talk a mutual about, manager yeah. and that really shed my, opened my eyes to this business. Mm-hmm. And at some point I said, and this is not healthy, but I said, you know what? I'll do it my fucking self. Right. And I'll make my own film. I'll good. task myself. Yeah, you're well, like that's, that, of course. That's what... And I do do it all. I do, Even if you have an agent or a manager, yeah. you still, still do, do it yourself. That's what yeah. people don't understand. Especially like, today. I, don't, I hardly call. I, I'm like, unless I need something. I have a lawyer, I have an agent, and a manager. Right. Mm-hmm. And I tell them, you know, this is what I want. This is, this is my goal, and I want this by then, by blank. And then, I, and then I'll... I'll I do the work that mm-hmm. I need to do. And then I check in every few weeks, reminding, you know, this is what I want, this is what I want. And it's like, you know, it's your contact. It's, yeah. That's what you don't understand. Yeah. And that's why I can't stand paying. We're going to, uh, all right, here's, uh, let's, yeah, we we're so going to, I have to go to rehearsal. Yes. So, Lenny <laughs> Part 2 is going to be, so let's write down, we're going to talk about agents and managers. Okay. Um, I, got I, I, I am not even halfway done with you, which is what happened. On the list, I want I want to talk about the LGBT. Oh yes, we, we we can talk about. The I, have, L- I have some great questions for you. Guys. Okay, um, and then I we haven't even gone to what pisses you off, which is what the show's about. <laughs> That's right. Um, we do have a question that we ask every uh, guest. Okay, is and I we know the answer. Okay. Um, the the question is, are you on any antidepressants? Yeah, man. You know the answer to mine? Yes. Go ahead. No. Correct. And you don't believe in them? I don't. That's something we're going to have to talk about. No, no. I believe in them, but I I think we can talk about it. But yes. I do think certain people lend – obviously, I, I think there is a percentage of population that just thinks I'm having a bad day. Medicate me. You know what I mean? I agree. Like, that what, some could you try and work it out right. before you just right. listen and to Right, and that's why we have to talk about that because I example, suffer you, from – For example, if you watch any baseball game, you'll think you have erectile dysfunction and low T, and you have to take some medicine for uh, it. Right. I've got well, that's the pharmaceutical <laughs> companies, you know. Yeah. But as I don't Maybe know if you can see my pill box yes. because I had a very bad clinical depression. Oh, Judy, we already <laughs> heard that. <laughs> and we also understand. 
understand that you suffer from anxiety. We already heard it, Judy. We're, well, all right. I'm sure you can hear that coming through the mic. We just like our audience to be involved in the Kill Me Now moments. So right. However we can do that Which, for you. So I, yeah. the last, um, you know, the last episode literally was a Kill Me Now moment. It really was. Uh, and that is the ultimate Kill Me Now. Which uh, we went to go interview Greg Proops. Greg Proops. Uh-huh. Uh, and ended up with David Feldman. Well, David Feldman was interviewing him, and he's like, uh, oh, you can interview him afterwards. Uh-huh. And we get there, and David just wanted me on his fucking podcast. <laughs> never, yes, that was which is what he does all the fucking time. So we ended up with David, Lauren, oh, Hennessy, uh, and Elisa, my girlfriend, who's not talking to me because I said we fight a lot, and she's jealous. So, um, <laughs> I have to go to rehearsal, All right, go. but, um, we'll do Leonard, again. can we do later this week? You yes. come over, I'll make you some coffee. Do you drink coffee? I don't drink coffee. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> he goes for a run with me. He has coffee. Tea, I'll, I'll have some tea. Is tea All okay, right, I'll everyone? do tea. I'll do tea. <laughs> oh, my God. Kill me can... now. This guy doesn't yeah. even drink coffee. Uh-huh. Um, That's horrible. Do you eat any fatty foods? I will eat fat. What, what are we talking about? Yeah, I will eat fat. Like cheese and bread and cheese. Bread. Fries? I'll eat any fresh bread you I have. Love, bre- love oh, bread. Oh, fresh. And then what about fries? I'll have fries. Really? Yeah. Do you have the chicken wings at the cellar? I Once in a while, I will have the chicken wings at the cellar. All right. So you're not I will. like my brother. All right. Oh, no. The, um, you can't. You can't not have those. Um, Leonard? Yes. To be continued. Judith, thank you so much. But no, I'm not kidding. You're coming over this week. I will. I'll be back. All right. Whenever you guys work it out. All right. Okay. All right, love you. Leonard, love you. Leonard uh, Marcus. Thank you so much. Wait, Lenny, what's your... Uh... LennyMarcus.com. You can go to Misery Loves Company. That's the podcast. That's her, his podcast. And then you can see your short films at LennyMarcus.com. You can go to LennyMarcus.com. That's in a festival. The last one's in a festival right now called The Walker. That I is love a- that. Nice. Yeah, thanks. And I love the unimportance of being earnest. Ernest. That's not not, I didn't make that film. I'm just in that film. Uh, okay, and I comedy. love um, your I'm three comedy. comedy CDs. Yep. Uh, and you have the other film is a condom moment. Condom moment, yeah, right? That's an old, old film. Condom. That was one, that was my first one. I never used a condom. All right. <laughs> on that note, right, we bye. will be back. Part two is so long. And uh, everything was wonderful. I'll see you soon. Thank you for the visit. So long. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. 